yo, yo! Bienvenido a Chris to Chris, el podcast único que promote a regular tu vida y luego... <coughs> Excuse me. Welcome to Chris to Chris, the only podcast that promises to fix your life and then does not fix your life. We're going to give it a shot, though. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my producer, audio engineer, best friend in the whole wide world, Mike, is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hey, let's get it going. Now, you might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. The World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. Uploaded.com brings them all together. Don't forget that you can subscribe to this show, Chris to Chris, for new episodes every single Friday. There's a new episode of this podcast. We are everywhere. We're on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, etc., 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 including Uploaded.com. You can download this podcast straight to your computer. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing, this technology. We got a great show for y'all today. We are talking, what are we talking about? We're talking about video game breakups, Disneyland prices, babysitter lawsuits, phone addiction, and a whole lot more. But let's talk about something else. It was a lonely Friday night in my office. Just me and my buddy, Jack Daniels. We were celebrating another episode of the podcast when I heard rain hit the window. Strange. It never rains in Southern California. Just as I was getting ready to call it a night, I heard a knock at the door. I'd fallen so far from grace that i almost forgotten what it sounded like. The show had improved beyond my greatest expectations, but I had no one left to celebrate with. Did anyone care that we were doing this? I couldn't get the idea out of my head that... Oh right, the door. Come in, I said. And just like that, the most beautiful dame you'd ever seen walks into my office. She said her name is Belle, and she needs my help. She said her brother Mark was a famous podcaster, but things had gone south lately. He disappeared, and she was worried he might be sleeping with the salmon. I didn't want to say it then, but I knew she was right. Three other podcast hosts had been killed in the last month. We were being targeted. I told her I'd get justice for her brother, just as soon as I got through the tip of the week. <clears throat> That's right, folks. It's time for the tip of the week. This week's tip is something I think we can all relate to. Turn off your cell phone. That's this week's tip of the week. Turn it off. Power it down. Recently, uh, the wife and I went for a walk at the local parquet. That's a park for gringos like Mike. My wife said that uh, we should record how many steps we were taking while we were going on this walk because, you know, if you don't count the steps, they don't count. You know what I mean? But I told her, I don't think I can count that high. And she told me, you know, you should uh, use the app on your cellular telephone. So I booted up the old Samsung Health app and gave away all kinds of privacy permissions that I would never agree to if I was actually forced to read the privacy policy ahead of time. That's just the the way technology works. They they how how many things have you just you know checked? How many boxes or or little round circles have you just checked off saying yeah I I agree to the terms and conditions I agree to the privacy policy I agree to the marketing policy I agree to I agree I agree I agree. Actually I remember. Uh, there was a uh, a video game store in another country, a non-American country, an online store, and just for 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 shits and giggles, they did a little experiment where, in their privacy policy, they 
they made the reader give their soul to the company. You you transferred ownership of your soul to the company. They're just seeing how many people actually read the the privacy policy. And most people freely gave away their soul. So that's something to think about. Anyway, I get this app and boom. It starts counting my steps like it's Albert frickin' Einstein. It knew exactly how many steps we took. It was amazing. So amazing that it kept counting my steps long after the walk was over. Because, you know, you go for a walk at the park. But unless you get in a wheelchair for the rest of the day, you're still walking. Your steps are still getting counted. So, you know, it, it counted my steps. It counted my workouts. It, it counted it all. But do you know what else this app does? It sucks the juice right out of your battery like a bat on a vampire's teeth. So this week's tip of the week is to turn off your cell phone. Now that my phone is off, I don't worry about my battery at all. It's amazing how that works. I haven't thought about it. I haven't worried about it. My, my battery is in safekeeping, just slowly getting calcium deposits and rotting away. And I couldn't be happier. Turning off your phone also has some other health benefits. Uh, you'll be bored, so you have more time to think about all of the stupid decisions that got you here, all of the stupid decisions that had you thinking that turning off your phone was what's going to fix your life. So that's this week's tip of the week. Let's move on to a little thing I like to call Video Game Corner. And in this corner, Bungie and Activision are officially breaking up. They are no longer Facebook official. Bungie, as I'm sure some of you are aware, are the creators of the Halo video game series, as well, more recently, as the Destiny series. Destiny is a multi-platform. Halo, as you know, is an Xbox series, now making its way to PC as well. But Destiny was their new thing. It was them striking out, going multi-platform. We're not just on Xbox, we're on PlayStation, we're on PC. It's just fun for all. And Activision was the overlord of it. So, Bungie's known for Halo and Act or Halo and Destiny. Activision is known for Hell on Earth. So, it turns out if you sign a deal with the devil, you might get burned. Bungie actually split from Microsoft and in 2010 they signed a deal with the other corporate overlord. Overlord, that's a hard word to say sometimes. It's not. It's not hard. Uh Activision. They signed a deal with Activision. They said, you know what? We, we didn't like the, f the lack of freedom at Microsoft. You know, Microsoft just wanted us to make Halo games for all of eternity. And they are A-OK -okay with just buying the rights of Halo from us and letting us do our own thing. So that's what Microsoft did. And they said, you know what? You know what we miss? We miss that cor corporate overlord. So they ran right into the arms of Activision, but they were a little bit smarter about it. They signed this 10-year agreement saying, okay, Activision, you're going to publish these Destiny games, and we get to keep the rights to Destiny. That's it. Eight years later, eight years later, they are not going to be making games with Activision anymore. They get to keep the Destiny rights. So good on them, I guess. Uh, people seem to really like the first Destiny game. 
I didn't play it myself, but uh, Activision knew how to fix that. They set out to fix the goodwill that Bungie had bought with Destiny by releasing Destiny 2, which was full of microtransactions and all kinds of greedy shenanigans that just, just make people hate you, hate your game. But I, again, am talking straight out of my butt because I haven't played these games myself. The, the MMO genre just doesn't appeal to me that much. It's just a grind fest, an online constant grind fest. And some people, some people play those games to unwind. Not me, though. I, I would rather do almost anything else. Destiny could be fun. You know, it, it, just, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a very successful uh, franchise. What am I talking about? <laughs> Destiny 2 wasn't a very successful game, I guess, by Activision standards. Even though it sold millions of copies, people were burned on it pretty quickly. So the game was discounted heavily. Like, you could get it dirt cheap. Sometimes even free. I think I got it for free on PlayStation Plus. But I still haven't bothered to install the damn thing because I know how much of a slog games like that can be. I just have no interest in going on... What, what do they call it? Uh, five hours of wasting your time? Is that what it's called? <laughs> That's uh, just my completely unbiased opinion that I'm sure nobody will have a problem with. So, good on them. Uh, I guess Bungie was pretty happy about this news too you know obviously they weren't too happy with Activision Activision was forcing them to put out a new expansion every single year forcing them to rush through content and you know when you force creativity on a corporate level the create the creation sucks or suffers I don't want to say sucks necessarily but it suffers definitely you, you, you can't burn out creators that way and I say that as a completely unbiased creator myself so the employees were pretty happy. I guess supposedly they were popping champagne today uh, when they heard the news. So congrats to them. I hope the best. And perhaps this is the beginning of a beautiful new era for Bungie. I had to get back to my investigation. It's not often that a pretty lady comes knocking, but when she does, mister, you better answer I had searched for clues under every stone I could turn. Rocks were getting me nowhere. So I made my way to a local bar that podcasters were known to drown their sorrows in. The speakeasy. I wasn't looking for trouble that night, but it sure was looking for me. Two hours and five lucky strikes in, I finally caught a break in the case. A gal with no name taps me on the shoulder and drops something in my drink. She hands me a folded up piece of paper and says, Pick your poison, mister right before she disappears into the crowded dance floor. I put the drink down and opened up the letter. It said only two words. Audio engineer. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Could my audio engineer Mike really be the podcast killer? He was the best friend a guy could ever hope for. And to be honest, I just didn't want to believe it. I was determined to find out, but first, I had to read the news. <clears throat> That's right, folks. It is time for the news. A babysitter was 
stiffed, but not in the way you're thinking, or maybe you're thinking non-perversely. Babysitter was stiffed after taking care of the kids of a woman for eight hours last week. This story is from Reddit, so I am 100% sure it is real. This uh, this babysitter, I don't, I don't know how old she is, but her, her sister was, I think she was trying to get some legal advice. Uh, she, she sent her sister, the babysitter sent her sister all these text messages she had going back and forth with this woman, this mother. And uh, she was just trying to get her money. So here, here's what happened. I'll, I'll give you the, the meat and potatoes of it. Uh, she says, you know, it was, it was great watching your kids today. I enjoyed, I enjoyed them. Do you mind if I swing by tomorrow at 2 p.m. to collect the money? That's her first mistake right there. Why didn't she get that money as soon as she dropped the kids off? I guess I don't know the story. Maybe the drop-off was some sort of uh, some sort of Mexican cartel kind of thing where there's a drop-off point for the kids and uh, payments around the corner, that sort of thing. Maybe the cops got there and mom got scared and booked it, you know? Maybe. Not likely, though. So she says, Hey, can I come by tomorrow and pick up my money? And the mom says, I wasn't aware payment was involved. Check this out. She said, you got free ice cream and a day of fun. I'm sorry for the misinterpretation. And so the babysitter says, uh, we discussed payment of $16 an hour beforehand over text. And the mom says, let me see them texts. Could you show me? And she sends her the text. The mom straight up offers it. She says, great, see you then. $16 an hour sound fair? Babysitter says, perfect, I'm excited, let's do this thing. And so when she sends her the text, the mom's like, hey, I delete my messages often. I don't, I don't remember that, I didn't see that. And the babysitter says, yo, I like your kids, but I'm doing this for the money. You think I'm just, think I'm just hanging out with children for fun? And the mom counters, you know? just like any good Shark Tank deal would counter. She says, well, you're acting kind of stuck up, aren't you? Can we compromise at $20? You know, $16 an hour for eight hours, and then $20 for eight hours. Sounds fair, right? Babysitter didn't think so, though. She said, no, no. I watched your kids for eight hours, and we agreed on $16 an hour. $128 is the total. See, that's where the mom screwed up. Because this babysitter can obviously do basic math. Here, the mom counters again, you know. She's a shark. She said, I am not paying you $128 for a single day. They're easy kids. First of all, she's really talking, talking low about her kids, right? She's calling them easy. They're, they're just children. You, you shouldn't talk that way about your children. And, you know, the babysitter counters back. She says, yo, it's not a discussion of how easy they are. You promised me I have textbooks to pay for. Please, I would accept $100. And that's where she screwed up again. She's talking her own deal down. You gotta stand firm. You gotta in text. You gotta stand firm for that $128. She talked herself down. Mom says, absolutely not. I wish I didn't have such a stuck up cunt watching my kids. I am going to block you now. Please do not contact me again. And she blocks her. She blocks the babysitter. 
So, like I said, the sister was looking for some advice. Babysitter says, yo, I am going to take you guys to small claims court. And all of a sudden, Papa Bear steps in. He didn't, he didn't like the sound of that. He's like, uh, I don't know if that's worth it. <laughs> you know, you go to work. You go to work. He probably makes more than that in a day. And he's going to lose, I don't know, I don't know how much this guy makes. Let's say he's going to lose half of his daily salary. Or he would lose, he'd lose half of his daily salary by paying this woman. Or he loses it all because he has to go to work because his wife lied. So obviously this story is a true tragedy because you just can't hire good babysitters anymore, right? I mean, this mom clearly paid this woman, this young woman, in a day of fun and ice cream with her children. And she has the nerve to ask for the money she was promised. I don't know what this world's coming to. In other news, Disneyland and Disney World are finally raising their ticket prices after 11 long months without a price increase. Good on them. Good on them. I say it's been far too long since Disney made a dollar. You know what I mean? This charitable company deserves it. They deserve it. They announced that they are ready to fully exploit the wallets of families everywhere in preparation for the new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening. If you guys don't know what that is, it's the new Star Wars land in Disneyland and Disney World. You know how you have like Toontown, you have the, the what else is there besides Toontown? There's all kinds of areas. There's uh, Pixar Land, whatever. There's, there's different segments, future... What is the future town called? There's a lot, I'm asking a lot of questions, and you can't exactly answer me because this is definitely a one-way conversation. Future Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Jeez. Oh, by the way, that pizza topping that I couldn't remember last week, the fish, it's anchovies. It's anchovies. So yeah, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is opening this year. As soon as Disney bought Star Wars from Georgie Lucas, they said... Look, we're going to exploit the hell out of this. We are going to make money. They spent $4 billion on Star Wars, and they want their money back. So they said, look, we're going to have a new Star Wars movie every single year. That's our first plan. Every single year, we're going to make you, make you sick of this franchise. And we are going to create Star Wars land because we are going to have, you know, Star Wars rides, shows, food, souvenirs, that sort of thing. And there's three things that Disney knows you love. Long lines, expensive tickets, and Star Wars. They also are building a Marvel section of the park as well. So Disneyland is just going to be completely unrecognizable within the next few years. Uh, they pretty much said in their statement that they have you by the balls this year. It was, uh, come to Disneyland. We've got you by the balls. <laughs> They own about 99% of Hollywood. Like I said, they own Marvel, Star Wars, The Princesses, Yamama. They own it all. They said that if you don't take your kids to the park this year, you risk the chance of losing your children to drugs because drugs are not allowed in Disney theme parks. Airtight argument there. Can't argue with that. 
Ticket prices are now over $100 per person, which I think is totally fair because that luckily buys you food, drinks, and a souvenir, right? Right? Yeah. <sighs> my search into Mike's past was a tougher nut than I was ready to crack. We'd been through hell and back together, but this, this was something else. If he really was the podcast killer, it was only a matter of time before he came for the grand prize. Me. The only true friend he'd ever really known. I didn't want to break our trust, but I had to know if I was tempting fate every time Mike stumbled his way into the studio. I'm not proud, but I broke into his apartment like a common crook. I ransacked the joint. It was about what I expected. Old TV guides piling up, girly mags stuffed into the couch. Leftover Chinese food sitting out for God knows how long. It was the sad, lonely life I'd come to know from the man I once called Pal. And then, like a stroke of bad luck, I found what I was looking for. A pistol next to a framed picture of yours truly. I knew then that I was next. I wondered how long the son of a bitch had been planning it. Who else had to look at his ugly mug during their last moment's breathing? The thought made me sick. I couldn't go All right, on man, wondering. This is going on way too long. Now it's time to move this shit along. Let's get to the questions so that we can go home, dude. <sighs> way to kill the mood, Mike. Alright, let's move on to the listener questions because Mike insists. We got three great questions from three great people this week. Devin asks, why aren't bananas kept in the refrigerator? This is a very good question, very difficult question, but I will try my best to explain this as thoroughly and succinctly as possible. Is that possible? Can you be thorough and succinct at the same time? I'll try. So, as we all know, bananas are usually kept on top of the fridge or on top of the counter or in uh, Mario's cart, but they are never kept in the refrigerator. We all know that it is illegal to keep your bananas in the refrigerator. We, it's technically possible. I'm probably not supposed to say that. It is technically possible to put your bananas in the fridge, but you're not supposed to. You've been trained not to. And why is that? Well, when you buy a fridge, I don't know if you've ever bought a fridge before, but when you buy a fridge, there is a pamphlet that comes with the fridge. By law, every refrigerator manufacturer is required to include some sort of pamphlet or, uh, I mean, if they don't put it on a pamphlet, they have to put it on the box. But a pamphlet that says, listen, this refrigerator will keep things cool, but you are absolutely not allowed to put bananas inside of it. And I think we all grow up with this, so we don't really question it. It's kind of like, uh, why is a hot dog called a dog? hot dog? You know, it's not a dog. We don't question why it's called a hot dog. We don't question why the bananas don't go in the fridge. And the reason is because it's dangerous. It is absolutely dangerous to store a banana in the refrigerator. And I highly, highly suggest you do not attempt this. If you attempt it, it's going, it's going to end badly, okay? Have you ever put a soda in the freezer for too long, like a can of soda? If the soda wasn't flat, it's going to explode. Same principle with a banana. See, a banana 
is a fruit waiting to pop. It's kind of like a, a fruit that's looking for a fight. And if you stick a banana in the fridge, it's got that banana peel, which might as well be called a banana seal because it holds in the banana. It's holding in the pressure. And if you stick it in the fridge, it will explode. It will absolutely explode all over the place. It will look like a banana holocaust. And I don't say that lightly. So please, I implore you, do not put your bananas in the refrigerator. Now you know why we do not put our bananas in the refrigerator and why it is illegal. Colin asks, Aquaman, good movie or great movie? Aquaman is one of the best movies of all time from last year. The aqua, the man, the hair... The characters, the dialogue, the music, I did not see Aquaman yet. I haven't seen it. Last superhero movie I saw was fairly recent because there is a superhero movie out literally every single week. There's a new superhero movie now. So the last superhero movie I saw was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, rated PG for thematic elements. I don't know what it's rated PG for, but... It's rated PG. It's, it's a family film. Actually, there is some violence in that movie. People get shot and killed. It's kind, of, it's kind of intense for a PG. They really bend that PG. But it was a good movie, I thought. Outside of a few song choices, I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Probably the best or the most comic booky movie of all time. It took me a second to get my eyes adjusted to the, to the animation style because it's kind of choppy at first. But, but your eyes get used to it if you're cool like me. But I haven't seen Aquaman. I haven't seen Aquaman yet. It is on my list of things to see. I don't think my wife has suggested it yet because she might think that I'm going to uh, give her a hard time for, for being attracted to Jason Momoa. Yeah, so I want to see it. I want to see it. Uh, I just haven't seen it yet. So from now, at this point, I'm going to say it. I am neutrally excited about Aquaman. It is the greatest movie I haven't seen yet. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe I, should, maybe I should actually give my impressions on the movie next week. For the meantime, I give you a resounding maybe. Ken asks, why am I not getting your updates? Ken is referring to our Facebook page, our uploaded Facebook page. He's saying that he's not seeing our posts in the timeline, you know, like our polls, our pictures, our videos, our jokes, our commentary. They're not showing up in his timeline. So he doesn't even know when we're filming or asking questions. Saying, why am I not getting your updates? The answer to that question is very simple. Facebook is awful. The algorithms are awful. The people who run the show, I assume, are awful because they, they program these algorithms. Now, I, I've... I've mildly ranted about this before on the show but it, when you start a, a business page quote-unquote business page that's any public page on Facebook any any kind of group page whatever Facebook sees that you have made some kind of page that wants the attention of other people you know it's not some private personal Facebook page where you're posting pictures of you and your, your dog and your significant other and your family. No, it's not that. It's, it's uh, hey, I, I wrote a book. Hey, I have a show. Hey, we have a website. Hey, we have a podcast. 
Facebook sees that that's what you've done. And they said, hey, we can exploit you. So every time you post anything, Facebook says, hey, you want to boost this post? Hey, give us $10. We will share this post with up to 9,000 people. Up to. Like, you don't, you don't really know how many people are going to see it. And outside of polls, I think you can boost everything. So Facebook is ready to monetize you. Facebook is the worst. And so if I'm not paying Facebook, I'm not getting seen. Now, this show, more popular Facebook pages, when you have a, a, a large following, you do show up in timelines from time to time. But when you don't, Facebook knows that. And they want, they want to get you. They want to get you like Disneyland gets you by the cojones. And so they're constantly asking you to, to pay them money. So on that note, Facebook is awful. And don't forget that you guys should like us on Facebook. We are trying to get to, I think, half a billion listeners by the end of September or October this year, which is uh, totally feasible, totally doable. Not worried about that at all. But in the meantime, since we are still a bit of a smaller page, it totally helps for you guys to like us. Sure, I hope so. And I'm sure... Ranting about how awful Facebook is is definitely going to boost our numbers. So that's why you're not getting the updates. Please keep searching for us. Whatever. I don't know. Guys, don't forget that you guys can like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are at Up and Loaded. U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. And at UpandLoaded.com. It's great. It's a great time for all. We're about to wrap this sucker up, folks. Last week, we had a poll. So, speaking of Facebook, if you guys are new to the show, we have a poll every single week where we, we ask the listeners something, some kind of question. Facebook only allows us two options, so we got to get creative. Last week, we asked the very important question, hey, do you have any spare change? 100% of our listeners told us to get a job. Very to the point. They weren't mincing their words last week. This week's poll asks, how much would you pay for Disneyland tickets? You know, Disneyland, Disney World. How much would you pay? Don't forget to uh, check out our Facebook page at Up and Loaded to vote on the poll. It, uh, it is very important that you do that. It's very important. We need to let our voices be heard at Disney. And, of course, as we're wrapping this sucker up, don't forget that you can subscribe to this show on the iTunes and Twitters and the Twitters, whatever. On iTunes, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, blah, 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 blah. Anywhere that podcasts are sold for free, you can listen to us. So subscribe. You get new episodes every single Friday. It's such a great time. I'm going to keep rambling until the, the music drowns me out. This has been episode 15 of Chris to Chris. Enjoy your weekend or else. Adios. Oh, on a complication. Oh,